Coming to you live from scenic Palo Alto, California, it's the mid-season finale of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm your host, Ari. And let's get into it. Um, okay, first things first. Is Nick Thano Avila? Like, we could have an opening bit. We could. This but is our I opening have been, bit. I have been consumed by the thought of Nick Thano. For what is it, six solid, five solid days now? I mean, see, here's the thing is I know you have, and I have too, but I'm also just like, okay, so he's just another fucking Guido. Like, I think I have a little bit more tempering me here. Guido a slur? Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yes, the answer is yes. Secondly, um, like, because yes, he's so hot. He's definitely a Vila. But also, there is that part of me in the back of my head that goes, don't you fucking do it. You know how this goes, you stupid bitch. You I'm- stupid bitch. <laughs> so here's the thing. We're also, at the at the current time, double fisting <sighs> fucking, um, Desperately Seeking Santa, which is Nick's Hallmark movie. Or Eternal Punishment. And Nine Lives of Christmas, which is Brandon's. And we've watched 45 minutes of Nick's and, like, Five minutes, less than five minutes of Brandon's because we had to take a break from Nick's because I was literally, not because of him. He's a no, delight. No, he's a delight. But he is an he's absolute delight. He's a saving treasure. grace. But like so, like we we got thirty minutes into that movie. I felt like we've been watching it for thirty. I fucking literally years. thought, I'm like, okay, so it is over. He's he's the sexy Santa now. What what happened? <laughs> what and el- I'm like, it's thirty. Like I don't know if this movie's gonna have a climax. I don't know or if, if we're just gonna going be to shambling end. along. No. Until... Well, I mean, I definitely guess I'm gonna have a lot to say about the narrative structure of Hallmark. Yeah, we're films, gonna but... be doing a, a special holiday review of these two movies because mm-hmm. we were actually kind of interested to see because like Brandon and Nick are like kind of like both too act- talented for this. Frankly. Well, they're both kind of actors of a similar type. Yes. Like, don't tell Brandon I said. But I could see Nick playing Superman really easily. Yeah, he, Brandon probably would die in, but yes, absolutely. And I could see Brandon playing Bruce Wayne really easily. And that fun. would be really that good. would be really fun. Because, I'm like, because I think Brandon has, like, this really cool thing when he can get a little darker. And, like, I don't know, Legends has really given Nick a chance to do that. And he's certainly not going to be doing it in this Hallmark movie. No. This but Hallmark this movie, Hallmark was, movie is, that is he's hell. carrying on his goddamn—he's literally he's like the a only... child in it. I mean, I think what is he like twenty nine, seven? I don't it? know. Like, he has to be. I think he has to be like thirty on the dot or something. Good for him, but That's also but wild. The film is just—it's just. Can we? Can I want to fucking convert. Can I please? Can I? I want to get out of Catholicism, and I don't want to be a part of this holiday yeah, anymore. Sure, now you can try uh, Protestantism. <laughs> No, because they still celebrate Christmas. Is there any religion I can please convert to that means I don't have to claim this fucking movie anymore? Um, I mean, I, I I think that's unfair when we haven't even really gotten to watch Brandon's. I, I'm not talking- Brandon's is fine. I'm talking- I We haven't even started- Well, Brandon, Brandon's does open with Brandon where it's- And like a kind cat. Of, you have to sort of wade into- It's Nick Zano in an Italian restaurant. And Here's why Nick Zano is a villa. Okay, yes. I have been consumed with thoughts of Nick Zano- since the fucking the custodians of the chronology or cock, <laughs> which we'll be referring to this exclusively. Um, since the fucking, just I I don't know I don't know what happened, but like he was so attractive. Oh like no, that. absolutely! Every time I see and, him, and because he knows that's the that's the secret ingredient is he knows he knows he knows he knows. Like I had never understood how he had landed his hot wife. Like, it's not that he was unattractive before. He's always been very handsome. Mm-hmm. But it's not until he actually revealed to us that he is some kind of inhuman being. He is a Guido Vila. A Guila, if you will. <laughs> that we realized what we're dealing with here. 
Send um, it to hell. <laughs> can I keep the perfect man? <laughs> no, it's an abomination. Brock, Brock has, has to, to kill, kill it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I can't, I, I hate this. I'm like, here's the thing. You could replace Nick, Tim with Nick Zano, and it'd take me days to notice. Because what is he going to do? Start If he starts doing the dishes, then I'll notice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know he won't. No, he fucking he's won't. He's going to do everything. To, he's going to eat what I put in front of him. Uh-huh. He's going to take 30 reminders to go drop off the laundry. Uh-huh. If he drops off the laundry. Do you think Nick Zano can play spreadsheets online? No. Yeah, see, this That's is the thing. one thing. But he could probably play, if he just picked up Tim's save of Factorio and kept going, I think he could manage it. I think, I think Nick Zano could probably play Smash a little faster than Tim can. That's fair. That's fair. Tim's not very good. <laughs> I don't want people to hear this and be like, wow, like, why did you, you know, oh, marriage is terrible. Like, no, it's not. No. It's- it's, it's just actually, funny. It's actually a compliment to Nick that I think he's very sweet. Yes. Like, I would not marry someone that made me unhappy, actually. Like, no. I wouldn't do I wouldn't that. have I let just you. Like getting, I just like giving Tim a hard time. It's he comedy. doesn't listen to this. He's no. not even here. He has no idea what's happening. Should we go into the fucking episode? We might as well. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. All right, so I want to first discuss in depth my snake's health. All right, that was a left turn I wasn't expecting. Continue. Yeah, because you think I would do this for the opening bit, but we did Nixano in the opening, and we'll be continuing to talk about Nixano through I the episode. I think everything we talk about is just an opening bit. Yeah, that's true. My albino ball python, Richard Gecko, named. He was an idiot. Named for the Zane Holtz rendition, not the Quentin Tarantino rendition. Oh, Don't ever make that mistake. No. It's for Zane it was Holtz. Bad. It was bad. It's for Zane Holtz exclusively. Is like he had these fucking he had some discolored scales. I almost I thought you were gonna say he had some discourse, and I was like, he what? He can't do that. He's no, a snake. He can't. Um, he had some like brown edges on some of his scales, and he had a couple brown scales, and I was like. And, like, you think that, like, a pet like a snake, you're like, how can you be a Jewish mother about that? Let me tell you. <laughs> well, because they can't tell you what's wrong, and it's not even, I like, have cats where you over, have body language. I have poured over every bit of knowledge I can get, but because he has absolutely nothing on his stomach. No. Nothing on his head. He's just a stupid dipshit. He fucking shed last week and he likes to crawl under his water bowl when he does so he probably just bruised his he new skin bruised like a his goddamn new skin like an absolute idiot because it's healing it looks a lot better now than it did a couple days ago it's yeah. fading and i'm so i was gonna take him to the fucking exotic vet <laughs> on the upper west side <laughs> i was go- i was having a goddamn meltdown i can't even like i can't even make fun of you because one time i literally sobbed myself to sleep i thought my cat had cancerous lumps in his stomach no, yeah. he didn't. They were scar tissue. Also, if you're a snake, they were if, scar tissue. If you're a snake owner who has ball pythons and you've ever experienced something like this, feel free to shoot me and ask a nice one, please, about like any similar experiences you've had, because I would love to possibly get a little bit more on this. But from my research, it seems to just be a little bruising. Yeah, he's just an idiot. He is. He is ungrateful. He is so dumb. He's so fucking stupid. Here's the thing. I'm like, I can't. He's a predator. 
I mean, technically, so are cats. And yeah. He can't survive in the wild without me. No. no. I mean, like, yeah, are we Italian mothers to our stupid boys? Just, just a little bit. It's terrible, too, because my, my female cats are so well-behaved and so my sweet. My aunt is such a goddamn Italian-American mother to her god to my cousin. Oh, God, yeah. You know, she calls him, like, every day to make sure oh! he's doing okay. And he's a year younger than me. He's 25. Oh, my God. And, like, lives with his girlfriend. And every uh-huh. day his mom calls She's still him like, to be oh, like, honey. hey. Are How you are okay? You? How are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> of course. Like he answers. Yeah, of course. Well, I would because the first thing I once saw my aunt Lorraine get so angry about her husband's no good wife that she was sweating. And I was just watching this happen. Like, in case holy you're, shit. In case you're wondering what her credentials are <laughs> it was to amazing. be in this mess. Yeah, no, I live this. I live this. Is, this is, it's my probably, day own. And some of you are probably like, hey, I thought you were Jewish. And I am mostly Jewish. My mom's dad was Italian-American, but then it turns out we did the 23andMe, so now the U.S. government has my parents' genetics, God bless. Oops. And it turns out her family, on her dad's side, because her mom's side she knew was all Jewish. It turns out on her dad's side it was actually more Jewish than they thought, and they didn't even realize. Cool. Because there have been, like, Jewish communities in Italy for a long time, mm-hmm. so they didn't even realize. Which, surprise, you're, you knew you were Jewish. You're, you're Jewish a, too. This time Jewish it's personal. Too. And my dad just got a, got a DNA test back that just said uh, Jew. Oh yeah. So here's the thing. Here's a big concern for us. Um, do not think we will not shut this down. Do not think I will, <laughs> I will not... set this whole place on fire and never look back. Do not think like because I'm I'm glad I'm really pleased to see that Legends getting is getting a lot of recognition. Yes. When no other show is weird. I, I think Black Lightning's cast absolutely deserves more, but they're yes. they're having a bit of an issue with their showrunner being so i don't like hopefully they replace him but like the cast deserves all the praise that yeah is getting 100 percent um and more yeah i um sometimes i just have a difficulty watching black lightning because any narrative with parents is hard for me yeah no i had like a panic attack over it they're supposed to be like good parents but even then when they like Question what Jennifer is doing, or like it just to, sends me to or a like question panic what Anissa is doing. I'm like, you don't know her, yep. and I'm like, this is not how I'm supposed to be reacting. No, to this. I get so fucking mad. It's terrible. I literally had to stop watching the show because I was like, I'm having like nightmares over this. This is really bad. Sometimes so, you're just traumatized. Yeah. Oops. Okay. Anyway, Legends of Tomorrow, eighth episode of the fourth season, called a long form tribute to Adult Swim's Too Many Cooks. Yeah. And I do want to say, it does take a lot of cooks to make a stew, especially <laughs> when it's me and you. And I, um, uh, I, thought, I thought Smarf was brilliant in this Oh episode. no, Smarf was great. Phil, um, Phil, big fan. Phil, if, you, if this was, if you're a Too Many Cooks fan, just blink twice. Just blink twice. Blink twice if you want me to mercy kill you. Blink Um. So here's the blink thing. Blink twice and we'll send Seth Green to your house. Jesus! Here's the thing, is when I... Blink twice and Jackson Public will text you a nude. <laughs> I think you might just do that anyway. Point being, when I was a young, naive fool, and Steven Universe was like maybe 10 episodes in, and I was watching it because I watch cartoons a lot. So it was just a cartoon I saw at San Diego Comic-Con. I was like, cool, I'll watch this. And I was like, man, this show is really interesting, and I think it's going somewhere. I can't wait for it to get a fan base so I have more people to talk about how I think the show's going to go. And then... <laughs> the finger on the monkey's paw curled up. <laughs> yep. And you might be I don't want this to happen to Legends I... because I'm seeing too many... It's a really good show and everyone should watch it. No. Mm-hmm. No, you fucking shouldn't. Stop it because I'm not... I cannot... I cannot I don't see that. do I mean, this here's discourse. the thing is that Tumblr is no longer like it was during Steven Universe. We're safe. We're sa- I mean, here's the thing. It's also about, like, our biggest thing is, like, if more people start watching this show, 
Someone's gonna find. We're gonna get a fucking scathing right up, right up in Vox. I am so ready for our call out post. Holy oh shit! I mean, because if anything, if we get a call out post, I'm just gonna be like, hey, um, I want this read at my funeral. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong about any of these. No, things, everything you just said is true. Refuse, and may I add a few things? Actually, but I refuse to change. Yeah, no, um, for sure. I also think that, like, I mean, I for one am glad more people are watching Legends because. Yeah, no, when, jokes aside, yeah, I am, but I also are. don't, don't, but also. I mean, like, because here's the thing, it's, it's comics television, and, like, we obviously know that the main audience for comics television is not. Is the worst people on planet Earth. I mean, these are the people that watch Arrow uncritically, so. Yeah, it's, fuck it. I mean, these are people that pay money to meet Stephen Amell. That is so sad to me. You could spend that money on literally anything. You know how many fucking homeless people there are you could give that money to instead who objectively deserve that money more than Stephen Amell? A lot of them. Did you know white bread is two twenty five at the supermarket and will give you the exact same experience? Yeah, pretty much. And like, yeah, I mean, when I when I search Legends of Tomorrow on Pinterest, are all of the gift sets mine stolen and reposted? Yeah, pretty much. But that's also because you're talented. Yeah, I'm beautiful. I'm talented. I'm like a model. Um, yes. you know why they called me Bikini Clavier Paris? <laughs> we have been made so many. G- okay. Okay. We don't have time to explain that joke. No, right now. I really don't. Sorry. Um. When I was, like, let's say I'm 16 or 17. That was... It was 10 years ago, yes. Are you good? No. I mean, actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, I am. Physically, I'm dust, but yes. <laughs> physically, I'm, I'm just a fucking crypt keeper. <laughs> but emotionally, I am... I just, like, I remember being, like, when I was, like, 15, 16, like, what do you want to be when you're older? And all I could think was, not this. Yeah, fair. And now, and now I'm not that, and I'm really proud of myself. That's a good way to put but, it. I think I could have, because, like, what I was watching was, like, Gossip Girl, which is just so bad. bad. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, I shouldn't have even read those books because they are so materialistic and self-serving and posing that as the right way to be and what's cool. And, like, I'm like, I don't want to just say that it was me who fell for this. We all no. fell for it. Oh, I, please, are you kidding me? No. I mean, not that I wasn't watching some shit, yeah. but I was watching, like, oh, my God, what was I watching? I was watching Tiger and Bunny, and I here's the thing. is I didn't start watching live Why action stuff. Why didn't I watch Oran High School Host Club? Honestly. It like, could have so, saved my life. I was watching Gravity Falls. The Every six months it would air a new episode, because that was back during the schedule, the weird schedule fuckery. Gravity Falls is not 10 years old. Gravity Falls is like, yeah, it's been around since high school for me. Oh, my 16, not your 16. Oh, okay. So there was a few years. But yeah, Gravity Falls actually went on for like five years. It was just that like, there would literally be six month gaps between episodes because Alex Hirsch and Disney butted heads sometimes. And he, it was his first show out of college. And none of this is relevant to the podcast. Point being, who you are at 16 doesn't necessarily have to yes. be who you are now. But and what that's I good. meant is like, I could have really used a show like Legends that's like, really good about abuse victims yeah and that also just kind of allows sarah to be bi without questioning it yeah or making or having horrible things happen yeah because like even when i had torchwood when they killed off yonto i had like a fucking grief meltdown for three days they're not doing that shit and it's one of those things where like yeah especially when i was growing up if you were bi everybody was like you're either doing it for the attention or you have to prove it 100 percent and they're like how do you know if you haven't had sex with someone yet i'm like yeah exactly and like these narratives, it's like, if you're, you know, your abuser isn't that bad, or people who hurt other people are, it's like, yeah, it was I think this is a show, I mean, like, there are a hundred reasons there are things wrong with that, but I also think it's really grown as a show. It really has. And you can take 
the good proud of how the show has grown i am too i mean we were talking about it this morning about like people who are like i just started watching with season yes. three and like listen this isn't like skipping to act five for the trolls like you can actually start i don't then nope it, it there are gonna be people listening to this who know what i mean it's there are, not that most of our listeners i think do know homestuck i think i'm the odd one out yeah i'm genuinely surprised hey, you, you know never read kingdom it? hearts three spoilers <gasps> leaked Oh yeah, I have my I have my snake. He likes to hide in my shirt, and he's just poked his head out of my That's collar. So cute. He wants to he want to be on radio show. Good for him. I don't want to know Kingdom Hearts spoilers because I've waited for literally the entirety of like fifteen thousand years it's this been game to come out. Eighty-four years. Yeah. So I don't need spoilers. But point being, um, this isn't skipping to Act Five for the trolls. Like you're. I think genuinely, if you end up really liking the show because of season three and four, you should go back and watch the first two seasons. But this show has not only lost most of the original cast, but I think fundamentally changed certain ways that it presents itself in terms yeah. of tone and pacing. And then it really hit its stride. Yeah, for I sure. I cannot believe Tala Ash saved this entire show. Oh, also, God, maybe yeah. Richards and Sellers. No, but they it's were Tala. really, yeah, they were both um, really important additions. I think. You know, there's no fucking true viewing order. No, for this fuck show. that. That's anyone stupid. who's like, you're not a real fan if you just watched it for the Avalanche. So you're not like one if you want to just watch it for Avalanche or watch the. Ava it Land must be game. like, listen. I'm kind of genuinely relieved we're like, at a point where enjoy you enjoy it. Be happy. Where you can just you where you can watch something for just to have the gay couple. It's not that something that you get incidentally every so often as a five minute rep thing or the end of the movie. Somebody's like, oh, actually, I'm gay. Yeah, Paranorman. Um, still resent that movie a lot for a lot of its moral messages. Um, although it was a beautiful stop motion effort. That's not the point. The point is, it's really nice that we have hit a point where you can watch a show because it actually devotes time and attention to its gay couples in a way that makes you really happy. Yeah. So fuck it. Watch it for Ava Lance. Whatever. I'm not a fucking Liz, cop. Yeah, exactly. We're not cops. Um, I will a give cab. credit to the first and second seasons because I think it really enriches characters. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, like, it really... You Mick, really especially watch, Mick. If you really Mick, like Mick, you have to watch seasons one and two. I mean, not but like he grows from being good but troubled to just being tired. To just being to just being why is part of a family. Why is everyone climbing on me all the time? Yeah. I just wish to die. He um, just he just wants death and rest. If we, you, we if, you, you if you think that you can handle hot Arthur Darville, then you can't. You can't. You can't. Season one wasn't that bad. We just couldn't handle hot Arthur Darville. It, yeah, it was we really... We weren't ready. It, it was really upsetting. And I used to... I watched... I didn't watch a lot of Eleventh Run, but I remember when he was Rory Pond and he looked like that. You know what angers me about Arthur Darville is that he could look like Rip Hunter in season one and two. And just chooses not and to. And he chooses not to. And he does it... And I he seems think, to prefer it that way. And, and I'm I like, think he does it despite me personally. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You don't... You don't... Like, this is why the Empire of England fell. Because you won't grow your fucking beard, you piece of shit. Like, you did this. You're the reason the Queen's on her deathbed, probably. I think... No, you know <laughs> the Queen sends you a handwritten card if you turn 100? That's how she steals your power. That's actually fair. That sounds about right. That seems logistic to me. Well, my Nana and Barbara Bush have died, so she's the last one of the triad. I know. I'm like, she's holding on through spite and spite alone. Anything I'm kind keep, of impressed. Anything to stop Charles from getting the throne, That's truly. the number one reason she's um, still alive. If you want to watch Kendra's scenes, I mean, like, if you want to watch season one, 109, where they're stuck in the 50s and they have to go get Sarah, so and then cute. Sarah and Kendra fight and they have that, like, bonding moment. That's really good. 
I the like prison break. The episode where Len says the this is 105 break, where they do the prison break directly into the camera. Where they do the prison break and because that's a really Wentworth big Miller Adam wave. Does a fucking split. Uh huh. And, and, and Rip is shirtless in a sauna for no. Oh yes, you get to see Arthur Darville's like like body, which his is like skinny little bird body, skinny little bird body. But like he's hot Arthur Darville, so you're like, how am I supposed to react? Yeah, to it's it's horrible. But it it did not preoccupy me the way that Nick Zano is currently preoccupied. No, you but... know that I'm preoccupied by Nick Zano because because I've been talking thinking about, about him more than I've been thinking about Amy Pemberton's ass. And that ass is so that ass good. Is nice. It's so good, but I'm I'm happy about the fact that it's good. I'm, it doesn't trouble. It doesn't. Me yeah, it doesn't haunt you. Know that it's good. Yeah, it's just. If, it's if just... anything, it's it's a more. I live a more satisfying life now, because knowing the or the Lord does love us an ass that claps, but we don't need to worry about that the same. Way. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I'm gonna kill you in real life. <laughs> I hate that I said that. I'm sorry. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> George shouting, take Jeff instead. Um, when I found out that Jeff Bush had slept through the call that HW had died, I could not think I of H.W. died and was now in hell with Barbara. I used to obsess. I mean, I, I regrettably am forced to still follow politics obsessively, but I remember the Bush years. So this was maybe the funniest thing that I think has ever happened to me. That is such family of war criminals. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. Don't you love when war crimes are a family affair? <laughs> Honestly. Like, that's, that might as well have been the tagline for the administration. Um... I I truly. Hey, have we talked about the episode at any point? Well, here's the thing. I kind of like that we're making more general things about the episode right now. Yeah, and we're talking about legends as a show, so it makes sense. I Um, was just laughing. What else in season one was good? I like. I mean, I I didn't. I just have a terrible memory. I didn't not. I enjoyed season one. I did too. It's a. I mean, here's the thing. I enjoyed season one. It's not that deep. Yeah, season two had a few rough points because Mark Guggenheim wanted Nate to very much be something yes. that he is clearly not. And that was when the infighting between the producers all sort of hit a fever pitch. So it was sort of like season one was put out so quickly that they didn't really have time to fight over it the same yeah. way. But season two, they had a lot of time for like, allegedly, Mark oh. and Phil and, and Andrew a little bit and Greg a little bit to like fight over shit. So You can literally watch Nick Zano try to play three characters in the same body. Uh-huh. He's tired. And they didn't they didn't take the Legion of Doom where they could have taken mm-hmm. it. Um Which is just the Guild of Calamitous Intent, but like that would have been way better. I mean I here's the thing. We have realized that if you put Legends of Tomorrow and Dragon Age Two and Community and the Adventure Zone and the Venture Brothers on a pentagram. You summon. I mean, it just kind of summons some like wacky found family hijinks. Yeah, but it's still a good clinical time. Clinical depression. Clinical. Oh, for sure. Daddy issues. Clinical depression. This bitch got it all. Um. <laughs> so I guess us is what it's really summoning, huh? God. We're, God damn. We're horrible. We're really bad at this. What was what was the? Um. We are the, just horrible little gremlins. We really are. And that's and that's why we're so concerned about people uncovering us in our little tomb. <laughs> that's fair. Um we do have an ancient curse placed on our tombs. Um I mean doesn't everyone? But <laughs> we are recording this now live from my sarcophagus. <laughs> I've been dead for 2,000 years. Um, uh, there hasn't been a Legends in Review podcast yet for 24. I can't do it. Um, here's um, the thing. I also kind of am glad that they're on hiatus because... I we need kind a break. Of, yeah. It's just like, 
I don't have to put out like a podcast and like edit it. For... We still have, we have to watch the Christmas movies though. So yeah, we have to of... watch the Christmas movies and then we'll, I think we're going to do some, um, not let's plays, but like live streaming of video games, especially because I'm going to have a newer, sexier apartment that we could actually like record Fun in. Fun and sexy. Um, but like, it just means that we can do that at our own pace yeah, and we're not so, keeping up with it. Yeah, we'll probably do some Twitch streams. Where we badly play video games. Hey, I'm not, I mean, I play video games pretty well. It's just... Where I badly play video games. Well, I mean, like you saw, well, some of some of our listeners may have watched us drive the Batmobile. Number one, that doesn't fucking count because I hate GTA. Also, when I say there's... you're good at video games, I mean, I'm very good at turn-based RPGs and puzzle games and um, stuff people, like that. People can watch us lose at Bloodborne again. I everyone plays Bloodborne. I think we, I think I think Persona wasn't loading, so we said let's just play Bloodborne. No, we played Little Big Planet and we fucked that up. I because it was just, just nonsensical. I whatever I, game we're gonna play, we're gonna actually play ahead of time, so I know how to play. They just watch yeah, us here's play the Smash thing, badly. Here's the thing about fucking about the Batman game is that the thing about I hate we, the driving. reason we had the problem driving the Batmobile is because that was one of the Riddler's courses. And I hate driving. And you know what, fucking, I literally had like, to make someone beat the mini racing mini game in Birth by Sleep for me. Like because somebody, I was in hell. like somebody would. I would not trust Edward Nygma to build a road. No, I wouldn't trust Edward Nygma to do literally fucking anything. He, he is can, incapable. He is just fucking incapable. He is. He is one of those people who put all of his fucking points into intelligence and none into wisdom. Like that's Edward Nygma, and I know that because my best friend from high school was obsessed obsessed with the Riddler. So trust my me best friend from when I say I know what I'm talking who's still, about. Who's still one of my best friends is so like she's so fucking politely, good. Politely like she's not nerdy at all. No she's but it's so, so like, gentle. Politely understanding of it. She's so good. She's I, so fucking good. It's so buck wild and to she's me. She's so fucking sweet. Like I, genuinely just one of the and warmest she's never, people. I don't, even, I don't even think she I knows. I think if I said to her hey Laura you ever read Homestuck she would go Huh? She'd go, no, but, like, what's it like? <laughs> yeah, you what's it about? Try it? And then I would just start weeping tears of blood. Um. Did you know they found Hussey and Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Hussey killed Jimmy Hoffa? I, oh. I mean, I think because it's the mid-season finale, this is kind of just us trying to freestyle. Oh, yeah, this is this is just, okay. I was at so, this episode... Wait, oh, yes, 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 yes. I was at my husband's work party last night, and there was a magician. And Dove's that's, coming out of my fingers. That's just all I wanted to say. That's really valid. I knew. Um, that was really important. Um, okay, so here's the thing. The entirety of this episode was just the greatest event in television history. Um, but not literally. It's the bit from Adult Swim where yeah. they try to recreate the opening to, what was it, Simon and Simon? Simon and Simon. Watch the first one. Yes. Um, I think they all have Jeff Probst and Adam Scott in them. Yes, they do. But the first one, I think, is the funniest. Of course. But that's also because it's got John Hamm. John Hamm. Yes. And John, John Hamm is really fucking funny. So that being said. Yeah. Speaking of, there is a real problem with men who are also in general, hot but yes. and funny. Yes. Oh, God. Like, when women are Fuck hot them. and funny, I'm like, oh, you're my God. perfect. I You're do so anything beautiful. for you. I die for you. Uh-huh. Incredible. Blessed by God. When men are hot and funny. I want to fucking slap them. They're probably a demon. Yeah. They're a trickster spirit. They are sent by God to tempt us. Um, as Ned Flanders once said, they told me Satan would be attractive. Yes, 100%. That is exactly how I feel about funny men. Because like, shut even, up. like, just sort of watching Nick in, um, Desperately Seeking Santa. Also, he's, no, he's I trying don't, so hard to be funny, and the script isn't letting him. just, like, a genuinely, like, he's got good comedic timing. 
he knows how mm-hmm. to look. He knows how to deliver it. He knows mm-hmm. where it goes. And he's trying so hard to banter with these people who don't know how to banter back. And it's so, it's like watching, like, it's like watching someone throw a ball for their dog and their dog just staring at them. Like, Nick Zana was throwing that ball and that dog is not fucking chasing that goddamn ball. God, God it's bless. It's such a shame. And it's just like, I don't understand how he does it. No, I don't either, and I hate it. I remember the first time we realized it when we were watching that cast interview, and Phil made some fucking old-ass reference, and there's a beat, and he goes, that's a Beverly Hills Cop (laughs) reference for all you uh, young kids out there. And it just, I, it, it was like getting hit by a bolt of lightning as I realized this motherfucker actually had really good comedic timing. Like, I, the grim... The enormity of the terror, it was like I was a Lovecraft protagonist realizing the true face of the horror in front of me. When Lovecraft was talking about the Elder the elder Gods, what he, he actually he meant, meant was, was, was Nick Zano, an attractive, funny, and caring, somehow Italian-American man. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Brandon's Lovecraft gonna get, also hated Italians. I think Brandon's so, going to yeah. get upset that we're not going to, we haven't been talking about how hot he is, because he is hot. He is hot, whatever. He's, he's continues, he, is. he continues to be hot, but we knew this, and it doesn't concern yeah. us. Because and he's not stubbornly chewing gum like a... Is that what you... If, do you chew gum like that in front of you? Yeah, I know! Like, close <laughs> your fucking mouth, dipshit. You're not a fucking cow. But... Um, <laughs> so let's go through the timelines. I think oh, that'll God. be the best way for us to do this. We've yes. got Hawk. Yes. We've got sauce. <laughs> We've got hot. <laughs> We're objectively missing the best timeline out of all the timelines presented to us, which is the Mick and Fairy Godmother well, one. Well, that's the puppets one. That's puppets of Tomorrow. Fa- right, I forgot that that was... Pu- I'm so My favorite part pie. of that timeline is that they all get turned into puppets, and Mick is like, this is probably fine for them. They, and yeah, Ray is happier. like, I've noticed no difference in how I live my life. Yeah, no, that's just who Ray is as a human being, so it's fine. Okay, so first timeline. Sarah dies from a unicorn attack, which is bullshit because Sarah's died like eight times. I know, she's fine. How dare you pretend that a unicorn could keep her down? Yeah, honestly, it's just disrespectful. How dare you pretend that Sarah didn't like fucking bust through the "Ah, window? Guys, he's horny. (laughs) Didn't bust through the window two days later and go, I lived, bitch. Honestly. Whatever. It's ridiculous. But so... I do think it's really funny that the Le- boys just Leo fell apart. In Leo of Sarah being... In Le- Leo? Lee. Leo? In Leo. In Leo of Sarah being killed. Um, Ava turns into the... I mean, I knew we already knew she was a lesbian, but like, th- this bitch is sitting in her fucking office listening to the Indigo Girls. I liked her And the only hair. people who listen to the Indigo Girls are lesbians and my dad. No, my dad actually did introduce me to the Indigo Girls, which is weird, but there you go. Buck wild. Yeah, no, I don't know why. I don't know why he... I I don't know. One time I tried to tell my dad that Tegan and Sarah were the (laughs) Indigo Girls for the millennial generation, and he said, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) My dad actually has weirdly good taste in music. I get a lot of it from him. Um, Um, Point being... So, my favorite... Ava with dark hair was cute. I wish they Ava, kept it. Ava, I will sit here all day and tell you that I think Jess McCallum should try... Like a darker red mm-hmm. hair color. I think it would look so Even good. Even the black was nice. I mean. It, with the dark, with the black hair, like with, with darker hair. Lights. With her features makes her look sharper. Yes. And not to say she's not gorgeous as a no, blonde. No, she looks fine. She is, but, but they her just. with the dark hair, is, especially because she's pale. Yep. And she's got the cheekbones. Yes. Like she's striking. She could do more. She could do more Tisha Adams with that shit. Like, come on. Um, um. I also, my favorite thing about these timelines is that. Mona was completely down every, for being her persona. Yes. Every time someone dies, everybody looks at everybody else and goes, what if the theme was sluts? Yeah, I know. Everybody's like, well, what? If? Like, it's literally like they just got morning in the front, party in the back. Morning in the back. 
They're that fucking tearaway morning dress where you just just rip the front off and it's just your tits. Like, that was everybody in this episode. It was amazing. I guess someone was like, oh, are we supposed to believe they're all killers? I was like, killers. Slutty, sexy killers. (laughs) And sluts. Yeah. I mean, also, again, I think it's interesting because it's not... Sometimes you have alternate timelines in concepts that are being sort of presented as this might be what happened. So they actually try to take it seriously for dramatic tension purposes because they want you to think, well, what if this does happen? But because the fact that the Legends writers sort of went into this knowing that none of these would have any sort of lasting impact in any shape or form, they kind of went hog wild with the consequences and tried to make this as silly and stupid as possible. Because number one, that's this show's motto. And two, it paid off. It paid off because it's just comedy. No one, I, I, this isn't what they would actually do because they were went into this under the impression that none of this was going to matter. So they were just going to have some fun with it. So, yeah, I mean, chill. Actually, They're not actually killers. This Phil was just a thought exercise. did mention, he's like, you know, because I got left out of the crossover. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, we wanted to give them like some chances to flex with different roles because, you know, in the, in the crossover, they get to be like, you know, Barry is Oliver, and Oliver is dead. I should be so fucking lucky. Yeah, I don't, I, if only, if only if he only. was dead. If only he was dead all the time. All the time. So, I think it was really fun to let them be other people. Okay, so here's the thing, is that, one, um, John turns Zari back into a cat because he realized he was going to need an emotional support animal. Mm-hmm. And number one, number two, on that note, how John talks to cats are is exactly how I talk to my cats. So this was actually pretty on point. Um, number three, the fact that they had the pink cat backpack just on the wave rider. It was really Because cute. the guys were like, maybe we'll take Zari on our fucking killing spree. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But she needs to be safe. She needs to be safe. And also, because those things, I love those kitty backpacks. Because they are much yeah. better than, like, the cat cages for transporting a cat. Do you think I could get one of those for snakes? It would be, you could just get the regular one. Yeah, but that's probably too big for him. Well, then you could just, like, and also you could... So- you can just put him in a sock, honestly. Well, like a warm sock, because he gets cold. Yeah, he does get cold. A, a sock, and then you put one of those Well, like, if you warmers. get, like, one of the tiny backpacks, and then you no. get, like, a hand... You get, like, the rice, like, you put, yeah. like, warm... And then, like, so that's, like, his temporary heating pad. Yeah, yeah. you can probably manage that. Yes, but, like, you always have to have a buffer between them and that. Especially, like, yes. if your power ever goes out and you have a reptile and you need to have a heating pad... You still need, like, a hand warmer that you rub and it gets hot. Yeah. They still need some kind of barrier between them and that source of heat. Yes, they can still get burned. Um, Just a fun fact for all you reptile lovers out there. I mean, listen, snakes are pretty cool. I would love to own a snake. I just have too much empathy. I can't feed mice to snakes. Fill more reptiles in 4B. Yeah, please. So I I loved that in the cock timeline... (laughs) Um, when they go up to Mona and she's like, please don't turn me into a cat again. And John's like, I'm not, I'm not going to turn you into a cat. And she's like, if you turn me into a cat, I want to have six boobs. Yeah. And they're like, what? <laughs> Which first off, good for her because not every furry has the courage to have multiple breasts if it calls for it based <laughs> on their persona. So like good for her and for Garima. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And then I saw someone who was like, was it supposed to be implied that all three of them was, were sleeping with Garima? And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> first it of was all. implied that Garima was sleeping with all of them honestly i don't even know if they deserved it really yeah no they really didn't the actress and like listen maybe we're being gay on we're being bi on me we're just talking about how hot everyone is yeah the actress who plays garima could want to get her a better breastplate if they took off the makeup 
could play in a different A Song of Ice and Fire. Brienne, she could play for Brienne. Sure. For sure, for she's sure. Got, she's tall. Not that Gwendolyn Christie is like, also hot as fuck. But... She and Gwendolyn Christie can both play Brienne, and then they get married <laughs> to each other. And then we have a two-hour love scene. Yeah, well, that would be the only valid love scene in Game of Thrones. But um... I, I'm ready for it. Um, Phil, make it happen. Yeah. I don't... They are making spinoffs now because we're never going to be free of this. Um, spinoffs of what? I don't know. Are Fucking... they going to do I... a goddamn Robert's Rebellion prequel? Are they going to talk about how the fact that Liana was 16? <sighs> They're going to do a Robert's Rebellion prequel. Fuck. Oh, fuck. I hate this. Uh, I, guess oh. we, I think we all have to die. Mm, I hope we die. I hope we die. I hope we, we die. I hope don't, we do die. Any, don't do anything to save this planet. No, no. It's let it burn. A, the whole fucking the thing. thing. Ha- this thing has to burn down Ash before, and dust. before we can get more Game of Thrones spin-offs. If we could get it before Evangelion goes on Netflix, that would also be fan-fucking-tastic, please. Um, I know that's, like, in 2019, but, like, I think if we really fucking try. Um, okay, so after the cock timeline, which we is We got just... the, the, the Charlie's... Okay, first off, I want to say something about the Charlie's... Because, like, the cock timeline was also an A-team reference. The, 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 the... What well, they I... talked about Nick Zano playing, like, an action hero in this one, or, like, that was... Yeah, so it was supposed to be the... Yeah. But I was like, one, I never want to see this again in my life. I wish I was When I posted the gift set of him like that, and I was like, why do I find this so attractive? All of the tags are like, oh my god, I thought it was just me. Or like, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. No, he's a fucking... We're all here. He's a fucking succubus, and I hate it. Anyway. um, He's a succubus because succubus bottom, right? No, incubi bottom. I I thought it was the other way around. Because they're both... Because like, one of them is based on to lie beneath. And then to lie atop in Latin. Yeah, like, it's not actually gender-based. But I don't remember which is which. It's like the stalacite, stag- stalagmite thing, but sluttier. My point was, in the in the Charlie's Angels timeline, I just want to say this. Phil, you're ten fucking thousand years old. I don't give a shit about these shows that went off the air before my mother was born. <laughs> I don't fuck, I just don't fucking care. What kind of references <laughs> do we want him to make? Like Buffy- stop references, I guess. Whatever. You saying that is violence. I was I, gonna say Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, because I also didn't like Buffy the Vampire the Slayer. OC? Yeah, fine. Why did we not get one? Long OC reference. Honestly, Phil. Honestly, honestly, like, I saw Ben McKenzie in person on Wednesday. He's so much more handsome. He's in so person. much more handsome it's in person. He and Marina are Our gourmet sh- heads. Beautiful. The perfect couple. So beautiful. Um. Yeah, we went to a, we went to a screening of Gotham also, at the Paley Center. Robin Lord Taylor. He, he complimented he Robin Lord Taylor, him. and Robin Lord Taylor went to space. Oh, it was adorable. It was so cute. Oh yeah, so we um, saw the first episode of the fifth season of Gotham, and it was quite good. But that's not what we're here yeah, for. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. Um. We what don't have fucking time Phil, to podcast Phil, Phil, shut Oh my god, we definitely don't have the time. Phil, shut the fuck I wanna up. I want to hear your puppet talk. Because, okay. Gar- here's the thing. John says, what in the Fraggle Rock? Which is very rude, because Arthur Darville without Down a beard rock. looks like, like the yellow Fraggle. Red. Why is he called red if he's yellow? She. And, because, here. The one in the Hawaiian shirt. No, he looks like red. N- no, he looks, hold on, everyone, oh, I have okay. to pull up a fucking Fraggle. I mean, I, I think... I feel like I had, like, some kind of panic attack reaction <laughs> to Fraggle Rock when I was a child. I don't know why, but I well, just... Well, here's the thing. is number one, the entire... This one. I don't remember his name. He looks like... Can some... I mean, um, he kind of looks a little bit like... Every... Wembley. <laughs> oh, God. He oh, looks God. like Wembley. That's... I hate but it. generally more fuckable. <laughs> I mean, here's I the mean, thing. thanks to... Big thanks to Phil for confirming <laughs> that the puppets do fuck. 
And that that's a primary concern of theirs. I'm so tired of being fucking alive. But, like, I, um, it did not seem Fraggle Rock see, to me here's at all. the thing, is I'm, like, number one, every, every, every part of that timeline, and I know you guys don't have the rights to this, but consider, fuck you, that they should have done it in Skesis, which was the language they initially filmed the Dark Crystal in, and we're going to use subtitles, and then someone said, Jesus Christ, Jim, we can't do an entire movie in a made-up fucking language of subtitles because nobody will fucking see it. And I would have seen it, even though I hadn't been born yet. I would have astral projected in the theaters to watch it. I think it's kind of unfair for you to tell Phil that you don't care about his old references when you are now referencing Hey, the shut Dark the Crystal. fuck up. The Dark Crystal is inherently more valid than Charlie's Angels. I'm sorry, but it just fucking is. The Dark Crystal is a labor of love. It is magnificent. Magnificent. If you haven't watched it, you probably should. Um, that said, I've always found it fascinating that Jim Henson initially viewed puppets as a means to an end. He just wanted to work on TV and he just thought that puppets would be a good way to do that. And I mean, I'm a little like Jim. Why would that be your first go-to thought about how to get onto television? So maybe you do actually have a fondness for puppets. But in any case, he ended up associated with them forever for, I mean, because that was his entire career. And I think he ended up developing a fondness for them over time. But my point being is I have a fondness for puppetry, um, especially in terms of like the kind of film puppetry he did, because there's a difference between like hand puppets and marionettes and like what are basically animatronics with people inside of them, which is... Mo- Legends, I think the cast had to do their own puppets. That's so... That's... Which is, which is a little, like, I'm like, no, you need training to be a puppeteer. There's a reason that there's, like, Frank Oz did, like, 18 goddamn fucking puppets because you can only train so many puppeteers. It's surprisingly difficult. It requires a lot of ability Mm -hmm. to trust, not only to be able to, how to move your body physically, but also to be able to speak while you're contorting your body and also to trust that your body's movements are going to be conveyed over an object that you might not necessarily be able to see. And it's also usually incredibly dangerous. I mean, the, um, half of the labyrinth puppeteers for the really big, for the really big puppets, they had to like do like, they could film for like two hours max and they had to get out of the suit because they would fucking like die. Um, None of this has anything to do with what happened on Legends. I am a little disappointed they didn't try to make the puppets a little more like Muppetsona-y, which is a cursed yeah, phrase, Yeah, they made them too... I, I think they were a little too human. Yeah, for sure. I would have liked... I don't want to talk about Avenue Q either, incidentally, speaking of. That doesn't count. We're not talking about Avenue Q. Yeah, um, no, Just in general. I'm not talking about it. No. <laughs> I don't want to... Or, or any... I, I... God. I mean, like, I think it, they could have gone, like really cute with it i think they should have i think they they should have gone like fuzzy monster puppet versions of them that's cute and i think i just i would have been here's the thing i knew knew they were gonna sing i didn't hate the song no neither did i here's the thing is phil writing that song however is the scene from hamlet 2 where he's trying to write the play yeah for sure for sure (laughs) he's just fucking and he's just writing is so hard Uh uh-huh so here's the thing is I've watched a lot of kid vid. Um, you know, like I've said, I've read books on the subject, which is, you know, because I use that fucking term, which is I've only ever seen used in academic what, studies. Kid vid? Children's television. Okay. But whenever I read academic books on the subject, they would use the term kid vid. And it rolls like people, off the tongue better. I, I just want to mention, because you, you read a lot of books. Yeah. You said, I've read a book on this. I've read a book on that. I've yeah. Read a book. So do you just want to clarify to our listeners that you essentially can read like Four or five books in yeah, one day. Number, number one, yes, I, I read very quickly and I process information very quickly. And two, instead of having friends in college, I would just go to the library. And my last semester of college, I commuted. And because um, I currently don't, I didn't have a car at the time. And it was like an hour and a half commute along the parkway, which fuck that. Um, 
I would go up and then I would just be there for hours at a time. So I would just sit in the library and read. So I did a lot of fucking reading. And also I have liked books and I always have. Like that's that's my thing. If I you love watch to read. a movie that was made before 1970, that does count as reading a book. Yeah, that's also true. Um, they're very talky. That's actually, I do, I would find that as an interesting subject for analysis, but that's not, not the point. Um, it's not literally reading a book, but it would, it's a different, you're parsing a different form of media than what I would consider modern film and television, but uh, again, we that, don't have time for we this. We don't have time for this. But we the, have thing, the, time. the thing about this kid, about the puppet show is, again, I watched a lot of Kidvid. I read a lot of books on Kidvid. Um, oh, that was awful to look Sorry, at. Sorry, I don't know why she did that. Yeah, girl, 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 Just, girl. I'm gonna cut that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so in my reading of these books and in my watching of this stuff, I've watched some really good Kidvid. I've watched some really bad Kidvid. 1987, My Little Pony movie. Um, no, it was 1980. That's not the point. 80s My Little Pony movie. Just, God, I just started screaming every time they started singing. I was timing it. I had four minutes in between each song and every single fucking song was so awful. Um, yeah, the the song that we so have in our first in pot episode of this that, that doesn't No, that's from Rescued Midnight Castle. Okay. That's different. Rescued Midnight Castle is very good. The full-length My Little Pony movie, which only got a theatrical release because Disney was in the shitter at the time, and this was, I think, either just before or just after The Black Cauldron had come out. So nobody, like, nobody was releasing animated films at the time in theaters because Disney was floundering. So, again, my point being is the theme song that they did for pot, which... I'm, I have to believe it's intentional because I know this fucking show. And that's the- Get it? It's like marijuana. Uh-huh. That's the only bit of like comedic timing or references or comedy they put into that bit. Because here's the thing is I'm genuinely grateful they didn't go for like a mean-spirited grown-up parody like Avenue Q or Team America World Police horse shit thing with puppets. You're saying the, Team America World Police hurts, doesn't it? It hurts, doesn't it? It's it? absolutely it hurts. violent. It hurts. It hurts. Are we going to talk about how Trey Parker and Matt Stone are single-handedly responsible for the, the rise of the Nazis in America? Absolutely. Oh, I, I blame also, you directly. I was fuckers. also going to blame them for global warming. 100%. Them too. Man, because, bear pig. You, the blood is on your hands, fuckers. Because they immediately discredited Al Gore's incredibly credible statement uh-huh. about this stuff and eventually uh-huh. essentially convinced us that he was just a blowhard. Uh-huh. So Or convinced a lot of young I mean Al Gore had been saying this shit since the seventies, but they introduced the concept of like making fun of him to like a whole new generation of people. And I hope that Al Gore is the only one who survives this shit. Not because I think he's a great person, but because he was also the only person who was saying, hey we're all gonna die from this. So it should be like a Noah thing. Like I feel like you get an out from that. Anyway, point being, fuck both of them. Um, they have violence on their hands. Um, that being said, this was not a mean-spirited puppet thing, which I really appreciate because I hate that shit. I don't like stuff that's mean-spirited parodies of kids' media. I think it's usually unfair and stupid and, frankly, usually not very well-researched and it doesn't really know anything about the media it's claiming to parody. And the rule to a good parody is knowing a lot about what you parody. Stuff isn't funny unless you know a lot about how to make fun of it. That said... This was not even like a clever postmodernist take on how these songs work or what they're meant to convey. It was mostly just a, and and it was it was pleasing to to the ear because it was such a straight up puppet theme song yeah. thing. Like it was it was it was normal. It was fine, but it wasn't very it didn't do anything new with the source material and that's a shame because they're usually pretty clever. That's the thing I wanted to say is that we've done a lot of wacky stuff this season, but none of it has felt mean-spirited to me. And I appreciate that. I hate mean-spirited. you know, that's the thing about Legends is it's not a mean-spirited show. Mm -mm. 
And I really appreciate that. Me too. Um, I really appreciate it. People mentioned that this episode was Charlie's Here I Go Again. Yep. And I think it's so... This actually is going to transition into another sort of broader topic I wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. But actually, then before we do that, let's do John and Des first. Yes. Love it. We're going to save Des. Yes. True Love's Kiss is what yeah. reset the timeline. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I know that the demon is currently pretending to be him. Which, incidentally, we're... we talked about, I don't know if I've said this yet, I normally rag on this show's, like, monster designs, but there's something very unsettling about this one, and I like that because it's just grotesque and ugly yeah, in a way. horrifying. I love, I live good job. for ugly. I really do. I think also, that good ugliness, well executed, can sometimes be a better design than, like, something that looks cool or looks pretty. I want something that is well-craftedly ugly. I so, think, good job. I think Nate's dad knows it's a demon. That is classic you. Or I would like if he didn't and he just assumes all the weird demon shit that he's doing is just like is, some is, new hip thing the kids are up to. He's like, That's Nathaniel, funny. like with you, I just assumed it was a part of, you know, your culture. Yes. I hate you so fucking much. I hate, you know oh, what? I actually do want to, okay, two things at once. First, Phil discussed that they were going to make Hank like a villain, but then Tom and Nick had a really good chemistry, so they wanted to actually give him more to work with. And I'm like, cowards. Fools. Yeah, I know. How That's dare you shit. tell me a father can be redeemed? That's disgusting. <laughs> in <Locked>. 2018. <laughs> Redeemable fathers in this economy? Um, second. Listen, we're gonna do to Dez exactly what we did to Nora and to Mick and He's to fine. Charlie. He's fine. We're He's gonna fine. sit him in the shame cube and we're gonna play the ukulele at him until the demon leaves. Well, I don't That's think literally he... what we did to Malice. I don't think he's possessed, person. I think he's taking... I don't know if he's possessed or if he's just he's still using in his hell. body. I think he's just using his form because okay. Des is still in hell, but I don't fucking know. Um, yes. Yeah. Who knows we with don't, this show? Here's the thing. I did say that if Phil made John and Zari hook up, I would kill everything myself. he drank would taste like lime green gogurt. And I'm really glad that doesn't have to happen to him. We're safe. I think safe the John and Des thing, now. I'm so happy that's, I mean, like, of course it, it hurts and it's got a lot of pathos. Yes. But I am what so- What are your thoughts? Yes, I'm sorry. My snake is, is crawling towards the microphone. Richard, what are your thoughts? Incredible. Um, <laughs> he, um, there is sort of a genuine hope that Legends gives me that they're going to save him because yeah. they have saved so many. If we can save Nora from Malice, we can save Dez from and if we And if we don't, it will be to, and then we will give them hell for it because yes. they've proven that they can do this before. And yes, I don't remember his new real name and it doesn't matter. His name is Nurgle, like the fucking cat in Garfield. Fuck you. Oh my God. Oh, my, that's my, what my, I've been calling him. That's why I've been calling him that. Nurgle? I, I don't want to talk about Pam Body Garfield. Nurgle, not Nur- Nurgle. Nurgle. I'm thinking Nurgle was Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh my God. Oh, son of a bitch. This is just the Grim Adventures of Billy, Billy and Mandy, Mandy now, isn't it? Fuck! Why, how did they know I was the Grim Reaper? Because he looks so much like George Clooney. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to Minnesota uh-huh. and start over. Uh-huh. I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to Colorado. And... What are we even gonna do out there? I don't know. Farm? Fuck Make my boyfriend. Cheese? No, but... Sell legal marijuana? Hey! Sell legal marijuana! Might as fucking well. We could go do that in Gloucester, though, and we would have, we would have the lake monster, the ocean monster, whatever. We would have the sea monster contend to contend with. I desperately want to see that sea Did monster. Did you know my dad's older brother... Claims he like, saw the sea monster? No. Damn it. Sent my father, like, because he lives in Northampton, which uh-huh. is where Hampshire is, uh-huh. sent my dad a very detailed email about how great the weed store in Northampton <laughs> is. 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Incredible. Of course it is. But it's also like pretty expensive. Of course it like, also. And it's driving it Hampshire students out of business. <laughs> This is what happens when you let gentrification in uh, weed stores take over. Actually, that is seriously what happens. Um, that's okay. We're no, not. No, 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 no. I'm going to cut it. We're just. No, I'm just. I don't even want to fucking talk about the gentrification of weed. I don't have the yeah. time for this. Down a fraggle rock. Down a fraggle rock. I'm just going to keep doing that every time. I'm sorry. There were so many songs we could pick to open this episode with. We're ready for another day. We can do that one because it's in my head now. But it didn't have to be too many clips. It does have to well, be. Well, we've done like three different Fraggle Rock references. Yeah, but this episode is titled with too many quotes. Yeah, so. I know, but like, oh. and we did discuss that it's not really a true Fraggle Rock anyway. So no, but like, I, you just ha- because you have something stuck in your head does not mean I must title the episode after it. You have to title you are the not episode. God. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. But you could do the lead in as Fraggle Rock because that'd be really cute. It's gonna be too many cooks. You're no fucking fun. You're a Fraggle Rock fascist. Um, I told you I was afraid of Fraggle Rock as a child. Were you really? Yes, we mentioned this. I don't know why I was. I cannot remember. I know what you it mentioned. Was. I thought you said you were just unsettled, not like actually the more afraid. I, the more I try to uncover this nugget, the more because when you don't remember jack shit, you oh, kind yeah. of have to pick like what you sort of remember. You know what I was really start, scared of? And start going after it. Yes. And then the more you peel back, the more you're like. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's basically my entire memory structure. So, John and Dez. Very good. We're going to save Dez. We're going to punch Satan in the dick. We're going to oh, yeah. throw Nate's dad into the volcano. 100%. Right into Mount Doom. And down I mean, a fraggle rock. What, what, what do you think, like, the guys at Monty Python would say if they knew Nick Dano was funny? Graham Chapman is going to climb back out of the, his grave to fuck that ass. Let's be honest. Nick um, Dano has such a good ass. He really does. It's kind of an... Again... I don't, he, you, you have to pick one, you son of a bitch. Um, I swear to God, everything he's been making me feel this week is going to be, is going to be used against him in the court of contempt. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, it's so, I just look at, like, current funny men in stand-up, and I'm like, man, if you knew Nick Zano was as funny as you guys, would you just kill yourself on the spot? And the answer is, like, in some of their cases, yes. Yes. Yes, 100%. Because <laughs> he, he represents a threat to all that they hold dear. Which is only that only ugly people can be funny. And, like, you know, here's the thing is if you're ugly as a child, you do end up funny. Can confirm. So, like, if you end up hot, can confirm. You're still funny. But I have always been beautiful. I've just always also been uncomfortable. I can't tell if I was hot or not or I was just having shrieking dysphoria. Which is, like, a really fun aspect of the trans experience. It's like, was I attractive or could I just literally not see myself? The answer is TV static! (laughs) Yay! Yay! So... Charlie sort of learns what Zarya has been trying to teach her this whole time, which is that the magic was in you the whole... No, Richard, do not I go do, under the chair. And I think it was really important that Zari teach her that, not just because Charlie's in love with her, but also because Zari had to learn that lesson last yes, season. Yes, exactly. Although I do have to critique one thing and that I do feel like the, wait, I've been the key to all of this the whole time has been a little bit rushed, if only because Charlie has not had the, because Legends has had more of a strict A team, B team formula this season and everyone has so many irons in the fire, um, that Charlie has not had the chance to interact with as many of them for as much time as I think she should have had to justify that sort of response but it's like i get what they were going for so whatever so and and it's Maisie, so, so we're, just it's gonna, fine. we're just gonna go with it so i just don't really care that much because it's legends it, it she's the moral compass now per i mean it was there a huge setup for it not exactly no. but the idea that she took amaya's form when saying ray told me she was your moral compass how are you guys yeah. without her yeah and that she herself without even realizing it adopted this role and adopted a lot of amaya's spirit 
I actually kind of it just like, just in terms of dealing with magical creatures, yeah, especially. I just kind of I mean, yeah, because Amaya was always about animals and she's about magical creatures. Yeah. I almost view her as like like they're like sisters. Yes. They're like twin sisters. Yes. And that's why but I do view Charlie as completely her own person. At this point, yeah. And the way Maisie plays her, she does sometimes like look a little different than Amaya. Like she holds herself differently. She holds herself differently. She has certain go-to facial expressions that are a little yeah. different, stuff like that. The other thing, speaking of Charlie, her <laughs> not getting her powers back was stupid. Because here's the thing, is you could just have her say, yeah, I can shapeshift again, but you know what? I like this form. I'm going to keep it for a little while. Like, And so she and Zari can grow old together. I mean, she can still be immortal and also just yeah. having a Maya's form, but that also, yeah, I know, I get you. But, like, my point, my point is they could have given her, her her powers back, but then also given her a reason why she couldn't use them. Because, like, even though we can very much tell in Season 3 they did not have the money to use the Flash powers, they didn't take Keenan's powers from him, or Wally's well, powers. So yeah. it's still pretty shitty. You no, know, the Flash already did that to him one time. I hate that fucking show. Pfft. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, that's, like, can you just give her her fucking powers back? Like, honestly, because, I mean, I've already went over about how much I fucking hate that shit, especially for characters who, in their intro episode, were super heavily transcoded, which, incidentally, also kind of sucks, because now that she's got a permanent form, they've sort of dropped that. And I'm like, no, it would be really nice if you did more with the idea that Charlie is gender nonconforming. And I mean, like, you could even do that while she has this one static form, because then you could sort of, I mean... I don't really know if they have any trans people on their staff, so actually I don't want you guys doing this unless you hire a trans person. But, like, you could do stuff with this, but you're not, and you're cowards, but at the very least, you could give her her powers back. Like, fuck off. There was an interview with Maisie, and they've been filming. They're still filming. Yes. Because they're just going to keep filming, and then everybody goes on vacation. E. Everybody on vacation. Don't, don't blow this for us. Do not fuck us on this. And someone, they had sort of a... Set a uh, press day on the set, mm-hmm. and someone asked Maisie about Charlie being non-binary, and she said that she would actually really like to explore that, and that's really important. And I just want to remind everyone that Maisie is the best, is just the best. Yes, incredible. Because we don't know if she says. Um, um. So hey, if she wants to explore being non-binary, like I'm all fucking for it. Um. I don't understand. I mean, guys... as a character, but also if you want to come out as non-binary and you feel like you're capable of doing that and that's your identity, like also cool, but you shouldn't feel obligated to do so also. Um, in I general. don't understand why Legends does not let Maisie call all the shots. Honestly. She is so much fucking... She went to so... Oxford. She why are you so why... smart. She went to Oxford. Why are you letting other people make decisions? Honestly, How dare you? Bold of you to make any decisions when an Oxford-educated uh, supermodel is standing in the room. Um, additionally... I wanted to talk about Zarly because Ari is now holding Richard and they are singing to him. Yes. But also, oh my god, I literally just cracked like where you, my spine is my heard head. That. I heard I don't that. I feel did I die? Am I dead? <laughs> magnificent. Um So Zarly. Zarly. One So you think I'm hot then? Incredible. Exquisite. So cute. Chef's kiss. Mmm, delicious. I mean, I, I don't have to tell you it's good because you know it's good. It's so good. I literally woke up in the middle of the night, Monday night, because I had to pee. And then I went pee. And then I came back to bed. <laughs> and I couldn't fall back asleep because I was so excited about the great scene that Zarly had. Yes. First and foremost, you can tell that Maisie and Tala always love working together. Yes. You can tell really how much cute. respect they have for each other and how much consideration they put into how their characters feel about each other yes Maisie said to a fan that 
she and Tala last season were really kind of trying to make Amari happen. They were very mindful of how they played the characters around each other. Yes. That being said, oh, and Maisie also in this same thing about Charlie being non-binary said she viewed Charlie as Pan. Yes. Which is also what Wentworth said about Leonard Snart. Yes. Earth One One. I almost think it's the sort of thing where they're afraid of using the B word to an extent. And yeah. I'm saying this as a bisexual person where like, it's, it's almost like if you say the B word, you might actually have to follow through on it. Yeah. But because a lot of mainstream, mainstream yes. audiences don't really like know what pan is and in the same way, they not, can sort of, which is a problem for both bi people and people who choose to identify as pan. Like, that's not a, bad. that's not a fault of Wentworth and Maisie. No. I just think they're kind of, they know what they have to say. Yes. There's, the, you only get so much wiggle room, especially if you yourself are a queer actor. So, someone, I got an ask that was like. What, you know, a lot of people now really think it's going to be canon. What are we going to do if it isn't? And I'm like, well, first, we're all going to go outside and we're going to take a big breath. Well, number, and I think it's weird because, like, yeah, I think we're older. We're used to living we're with not, the disappointment we're of this not shit. We're not used to, I am not used to this being canon. No, never. I am, and then in my head I was like, well, I, I, mean, I expect there, to be let down. I'll be pleasantly surprised if I'm not. I'll, I expect to be let down. I'm, but it's also, it's one of those things where, like, on the one hand, canon is not the end all. No, that's I the other thing. Lot, that I weird see... fandom shift where it only counts if it's canon is really weird. On the other hand, though, especially in terms of, um, you know, like, by LGBT relationships. Yeah, then it gets more complicated, It for gets sure. more complicated because we want to see this in camp. Yes. And it matters that it is in camp. But it's like, sometimes you get, sometimes that's good. I cannot let him crawl under the couch. I'm holding on to him, don't <laughs> okay. worry. I'm sorry. literally holding on to no, him. No, I just... How the fuck? I'm sorry. Anyway, he's, sometimes... He's sneaky. He's, I'm holding him in both hands, but here you go. You want him back? No, you can keep him. No, it's okay. I know, you were just worrying, so have him back. Um... That being said is when we say that stuff, I'm like, you really have to be careful because sometimes you get lucky and then other times you get Voltron. So do keep that in mind. And it's canceled, so I can say that now. Um, Let me say this about Voltron. Every bad. single person who worked on that show is going to hell. Yeah, for Every sure. single one. Uh-huh. About 90% of the fan base is also going, is to, also hell. going to hell. For sure, for sure, for sure. Now, you might be saying... That's a lot of people, and good. Aren't you might be saying, aren't you also going to? They're hell? going to the uncool hell. We're going to the cool hell. We're going to cool hell. <laughs> we're going to cool hell, which is just New York City, so um, it's like we're yeah. already there. What, would you rather go to heaven like a nerd or cool hell with us? <laughs> that being said, uh, fuck Voltron, but like you have to be careful. I, I with rep because like you want people to do it right because they need to take care when they're writing this stuff and i think the legends writers or at least the legends actors yes. have shown that they give a shit and i, I really appreciate that would not also do not on any occasion accuse Maisie of queer baiting because she's, she's, also, a, she's like, a gay woman so shut like up. you can't i mean like but yeah there, there's the difference when Maisie says shit she can't that might not be followed through on that's not her you can't accuse her of being queer baiting because she's a fucking queer woman doing her best in like a shitty industry that doesn't really give a shit about queer rep um versus straight actresses or actors who are doing these roles and saying, well, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. And then, because it doesn't matter to them if it doesn't. Um, I have, I, listen, I never got involved in Glee, so I'm automatically, I never, never watched Glee, never watched Italia, never fucked Wayne, never fucked Drake. And that, (laughs) therefore, that makes me morally superior to 95% of anime fans. Actually, all of them. Who am I fucking kidding? Um, (laughs) That's not hard, to be fair. Um, so I'm allowed to say that, but, uh, 
the there was a train of thought to this post. Um, I just I'm really glad to see. Don't people... ever say anything bad about Maisie, or I'll kick your ass. That yeah, was that's the point. about that's essentially the point of this. She's doing your fucking best. Um, if you say something bad about Maisie, um, a certain writer for a certain website who made a very bad article about Amaya, possibly Bitch. possibly out of jealousy because Maisie is incredible and beautiful. beautiful gay has lots of adoring fans amaya is desired and loved by everyone, everyone. on the show and you're so threatened and by so that and so is charlie even though she's only been you're, here for five you're minutes you're so threatened by that because you can't understand why everyone loves a black woman that much pretty much i'm not saying that you're going to hell Please. the uncool hell <laughs> but i'm gonna step on your neck until you do <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much it um but yeah no I allegedly mean, allegedly <laughs> <laughs> running in with that one last minute. Um, I also think it would be funnier if you put this the uh, Samson Sam Simon and Simon theme into our intro. That's gonna be too. That's too. <laughs> that would be really funny though. I um because we do reference the we do reference the concept yeah. also. Are you an AJ guy? You're an AJ guy. <laughs> Here's the thing: tell. is you should watch that the the greatest event in television history. Um, and then watch for the guy who's standing outside the theater and screaming, because, like, I need you to understand that when we make Legends in Review, we are kin with this man. Even the part where he masturbates in the tent is a little, is a little uncomfortably on the nose. <laughs> Christ. I hate I hate this so much. God, I wish we were in uncool hell. <laughs> that's fair. Um, I think that's just Boston. That's the thing. It's like LA is like shitty heaven. Oh New yeah, York the is fact that the next movie takes place in Boston, Boston. is an Italian American hate crime. It's guidophobic, and I fucking hate. <laughs> and hate I will, it. and I will have my day in court. Oh yeah, I'll see you in hell, Senator. Um, that that being said, I think what's really great is like I'm glad that we can actually have hope that but it'll Marley actually be canon. Will be canon. Uh huh. I'm glad that we can actually see scenes like like five years ago. I wouldn't have ever thought it. Yeah. In any TV ever. I'm really glad that we have scenes like Zari admitting she found Amaya hot, which was step one of my ten step breakdown. Yes. And then Charlie like actively flirting with her. Yep. I'm glad we can have scenes like that and know that. Because when you look at deleted scenes from last season, yeah, oh my a God. lot of them are like, Mari. were um, Amaya and Zari spending time together, Nate being worried about Ray, things that could yep. be construed in a, more, really in, a, queer. In, in a more gay context. Yep. And so I really do feel they're They crying, tried really hard. And they're coming And from a someone good place. higher up than them said, oh, we, we have to cut because that. Because you have to keep in mind, like, Charlie is no longer beholden to DC. Yeah. Zari... Eh, eh. But I'm not really sure if they're, they're going to use her in Black Adam anyway. Yeah, I don't think um, they. That's the thing. It's like you have to keep in mind characters like Ray, Nate, Mick are like technically characters that exist in the comics. Canon. They're the sort of thing where they can get away with a lot. That's you, they can get away with a lot in subtext because again, comics, the ring, the ring, the ring, the ring. But at the same gay time, gay subtext is literally what comics. Yeah, comics was of. we built this, we built the city on on rock and roll and gay subtext. So it's kind of. Like I, I I teach teens about this. Yeah, no, I could write a fucking book on this one. Um, but that being said, I'm proud of Tala and Maisie for doing the best they can in a situation that they are to put good sapphic content out there. God bless. God bless. Hell um, yeah. Ava Lance, I just want to mention 
big big ups to Again. Ambulance in this episode. Yeah. Great job, ladies. It was just, it was really, I have to say, it was really sweet and soft when she was like, Sarah's alive, Sarah can be saved. Like, that broke my heart because she just sounded like... Of course like, she's alive and she can be saved. She never dies. I know, but like, she just sounded so in love and so concerned yeah. and I'm such a sucker for that shit. Her like, name is like, I like the Indigo Girls, but not this much. I know. I kind of expected her to take the wig off and uh-huh. then reveal, but like, it's And fine. then just reveal that her hair is actually flannel. Um... <laughs> Like, okay, we get it. But then <laughs> she takes the hair wig off and reveals it's just my dad for some reason. The only dude I've ever met who's in the Indigo Girls. But, um, <laughs> Jesus I'm Christ. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. Um, I'm in Boston. <laughs> um, same thing. But, um. I, I really liked that uh, Gideon knew Charlie was a shapeshifter the whole just time. Wanted to see if she's DTF. Wanted to see if she was DTF. Um, couple things about. Uh, we're going a little overtime, but that's fine. Cause like I figured you're going to have to finale. edit some shit. Yeah. yeah, we do have to edit some shit from oh. editing on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, listen. Um, so Ava has the cold gun. Yeah. Sarah has the heat gun. And things like that. Subtext. And Gideon has Rip's laser pistol. Which is so sad. And I'm so fucking... I'm, I'm so, so sad. It, and also, the fact that she picked up her dead husband's pistol and said, my pistol's hot and ready. Uh-huh. Like... Like, you I mean your dick? Do you mean your dick? I don't want to... I don't want to know what's going on. Nope. I don't like what you're implying. No, I don't like I don't it. want it implied. I hate it. I hate Did it. Did you know the U.S. government spent $114 million to build Gideon a smoking bod? Uh-huh. And it was amazing and worth every second. <laughs> um, the Department of Defense. It's better than those, like, 10000 those fucking $1,400 mugs the Army has for some fucking reason. Because Where it's like, hey, not? schools? Schools? Fuck it. Schools? Fuck it. Let's make up money. Infrastructure. Who Anyone? Who gives a shit? Just who gives a fuck? Anyway. Um. And I think it was little subtext things like that where, like, one, uh, yeah, I mean, it is subtext. Like, yeah. oh, Sarah and Ava are together and now they're and this they're duo, like, Lennon Mick and guns, Like, huh? Lennon and Mick were, oh, oh, I guess that kind of implies that Especially they were romantically Gideon also, involved. Yes. Also, because then Gideon had Rip's gun and they made out. So, like, there's a lot of like weird romantic subtext to Sarah and Ava also then having Len and mixed guns and like oof delicious oof. and that's when we when we talk about how you have to sort of work around certain things because you can't explicitly say them because the comic book because idea Dan overloads because Dan Didio is a cunt meat. and I would absolutely physically fist fight Dan Didio in the fucking street like I would absolutely like, Phil give us a time give us a place we'll do it I will kick the shit out of Dan Didio allegedly bitch <laughs> um, I'll fucking do oh, it. Oh no! If you make my characters happy or gay, I'll be upset. Uh huh. Please, I hate. Stop my little cloven hooves. <laughs> Dan Didio cloven. allegedly has cloven hooves. <laughs> he's not. He's not actually a sage here because that would be cool. He's just got little horrible cloven. He just has little horrible cloven hooves. Yeah, it's inexplicable, it's but he does. Weird. He does have them. It's like how like that one lady in the French court had webbed feet, and so then I started calling her Mother Goose to be a fucking bitch about it. Because... You know why she had webbed feet? Because everyone is because fucking... her parents yeah. were siblings. Of course she did. Of course they did. Because the monarchy is just a fucking race to the bottom of the gene pool, which is just fucking wild. Like this is what happens when you fuck your cousin. This is why we're trying to keep Charles off. The this throne. is why. We're... Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Almost just knocked my milk off the table. <laughs> I feel like that's a really good note to end the, end the I, season on. Okay, so I'm very excited for for B. Um, I'm really gonna... excited to get back to my fucking game of Dragon Age Inquisition because she made me stop doing it so we could record this fucking Well, because you podcast. just got to the char- another character creation yeah. scene, and Ari's the kind of person who... I, like, I redid my Inquisitor uh, 
three different times. First time was because I didn't like the name. Second time was because I didn't like the makeup and the lighting. Um, I hate that shit and character creators do that. And third time was the charm. But yeah, it took me like four hours. So I was like, we got to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We got to do a podcast now because I'm going to lose you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, actually. And that being said, we're going to do the Christmas review. And we're going to do some Stuff Twitch streaming. Um, we're mm-hmm. on hiatus until April because Nick I think has to go be a dad. One, Nick has to go be a dad. And then Black Lightning is taking the Legends time slot. And then Black Lightning is a shorter season as well. And then Legends will finish mm-hmm. at the same time the other GCTV shows do. Which is good. Um, I could see Legends, honestly, for season five being like a summer show, which would be nice. I'm fine I think with they that get too. even like a little more leniency if they were a summer show, so we'd just, have to see. Yeah, but we're gonna have to because D because I thought you were about to say D's um, nuts. I do want to address the last thing, which is that um, someone who worked on Gotham said like all of our stuff is being shipped in, uh, to Vancouver, and the CW is the reason we can't do this because they're doing the Batwoman show, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the CW. Nobody who works on shows at the CW has any say in that. No. Fox was bought by Disney. Gotham was never going to make it. Mm-mm. Warner Brothers knows that the money for this channel is in Cape Media. Mm. I am going to be surprised if in a few years they run anything but. Mm. That and like Supernatural. And Supernatural, will, it's like One Piece. It'll end mm. when we're dead. It's like I'm Supernatural not a and then Boruto. And then- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, um, <laughs> and the television adaptation of Homestuck. I've, Hold on, I came up with the most cursed HBO's adaptation of Homestuck. You're welcome. Oh, God. Uh huh. I don't even know that much about Homestuck, but my skin is now peeling completely off my body. <laughs> Weird how that happened. Sorry what, about what that. A, what a fun thing to happen. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> um, okay, so what are we gonna for the hiatus? Do we have any special challenges? Um,. Oh god, we should plan this bit in advance. I didn't think we were going to be doing challenges. No, uh, I don't. I, 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 read every single book in Skyrim. No, um, no, for fuck's no, sake, don't do, do that. not do that. Um, go outside, and I mean that. I don't mean this as a joke. I mean it. Like you guys, I am going to offer a little bit of life advice apropos of nothing. Exercise really is good for you, and like if you can, not even like hardcore stuff. If you just get up and you walk around in your neighborhood for if a little you are bit, able. if you are able. Let me make that very clear. If you have the ability and the only thing stopping you is that you'd have to put a jacket and shoes on and go outside, go outside. I and, also and want to mention around. as a depressive person. It really does make you and I'm saying this as someone who's profoundly it, mentally it ill. It does help. Motion helps um, when you can when you can manage it. I know it's not always possible. When you can do it. Take the time to do it when you can, if you can, because it does help. Um so that's my challenge for you guys. Take, was, take good care of yourselves just in general. Take good care of yourself. My thing is think a nice thing about someone once a day. Yeah. If if you notice a stranger and you like what they're wearing, take note of that. Yep. If you're at school and someone has like a cool backpack or draws something really cool, take Tell note of that. You know, if like, you feel if you feel like because I know like do something nice for someone every day sometimes requires a lot of social Effort, interaction. Yeah. And, like it's not always possible. No. Um, just think something nice about someone. Like, notice something nice about someone at least once a day if you can. Yes. Internal, making your internal monologue more positive overall does do a lot for your mental health. Small stuff, but it really does, like, you know, when you start to notice good things about other people or just, like, nice things about your environment, really, it does help. Um, and that's important. 
and um, maybe learn how to indulge in some puppetry. So that way, if they want to try to pull this bullshit with puppets again another season, because you know we'll see them again, because they spent all that all that $5 of money on Oh my on god, them. you're right. We have to, because like they brought Puppet Stein back. Yep. So they have to learn how to, they, they someone is going to have to learn how to do puppetry so that that way they can actually like do this. So if you're interested in taking up puppetry, now's the time. Now's the time. There might be a career waiting for you in Vancouver. <laughs> All right. Have a good hiatus, everybody. Enjoy the hiatus. Enjoy the holidays. Um, take some time to take care of yourself. Bye. Bye. Get your cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play.